Christian soldiers, pick up your weapon, let's fight the battle. We are not defeated, amen? We are fighting against a defeated enemy, but we are not defeated. Praise be to God. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Mike. It's a wonderful song. Just want to greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this evening. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. For those who are here and those who are the houses and different places, God bless you richly. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, amen? Amen. Just go to the Lord in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy. We thank you, Father, for another opportunity to come in the house of the Lord. Father, prayers have been made. Because in line, Father, Lord Jesus Christ, with each desire in our heart to get closer to you. Father, to be transformed, to be changed. Father, to be molded for your word of God, Father, to touch our heart, for our faith to increase, Father, to know our position, who we are. Father, may you tell us, Father, where we are standing. May you help us, Father, to realize who we are. May you help us, Father, Lord, to know what your perfect will is well in our lives. Father, may the word of God make it more real to us, O precious Lord. Father, as we sing and we have sung, our hearts have been prepared to hear from you. Lord, we just want to be immersed in your love, we want to be immersed in your word, we want to be immersed in your atmosphere, we want to be immersed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we want to be in you, sitting in heavenly places. Father, we want to be feeding upon the word of truth. May you, Father, take anything that is, might hinder the, the moving of the Holy Spirit, Father, Myself, I'm my worst enemy, as we heard, Father. May you put the man aside. May the Holy Spirit hear, Father. The Holy Spirit hear and the Holy Spirit speak. Father, we commit the rest of this service in your hand. We love you with all our heart. You are so precious to us, Father. May you continue to make yourself more real in our heart, Father. Lord, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Father, for everything that has been said and done. And we rely on your grace for the remainder of the service. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Bless you all. Um, but I would like if you just sing, um, Speak my Lord, speak my Lord. Just, uh, speak my Lord, speak my Lord, speak and I'll be to answer thee speak my Lord 
desire because his voice makes the difference and we want him to speak thank you brother mike God bless you richly thank you musicians thank you sister terry for the special and thank god every gift is important we need one another and because uh, the life is in the church amen so we want each part of the service each part of the body to be moving under the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Before we go to the Word of God, just want also to express my happy Mother's Day wishes to the older mothers. God bless you richly. Just appreciate you more and thank God for the message this morning. It was just appropriate. And we thank God for that. It was certainly a masterpiece. Just uh, realize that. Uh, how precious they are, our mothers, our, our wives. Each person has one wife, so <laughs> one our wives, but each person has one wife. And uh, just appreciate the sisters and uh, all the sisters, we appreciate you all. And you'll, you'll have a great reward on the other side. Sometimes on this side, it might look like it's a bit harder. When it's hot, you still have your long hair and different things. Sometimes the word might sound like it's hard towards you, but the prophet says they will have a greater reward on the other side. So we appreciate you all. God bless you richly. And uh, just had also put in my thank God my mother is still alive and just to call her, just uh, to see her face. And there's, there's nothing can compare to a mother. Man, it's just uh, she has a way to talk to you. She has a way to just express something and you just feel comforted. And thank God for that. May be an opportunity to call your, your, your mother and uh, express your, your love towards her. Someone sent me something. I'm sorry for keeping you long, but someone sent, sent me something. says, God always answers to the prayers of her. Uh, of mothers when they pray for their children. The Bible, we see whenever the mother comes, the prayer or the request to Jesus or to the prophet, it seems to touch God in a special way than, than how we could even handle, how we could think it. I think there's a special, there's a special place for mothers that, that, that men don't understand. Think about it. I'll just put it in perspective. Brother Branham, was it, was it about to pray for the, for the people who are coming in the prayer line? But God, had, God allowed for a mother to pray for another baby because she could feel the feeling for it more than how the prophet could feel about it. Think about it. A anointed prophet having the gift, but God allowed the mother to do that before the prophet comes to that. Shows that the mothers, when they pray, it, it's special. <laughs> So thank God for that. Amen. And another one that I, I like the way it was a sister sent to that and says, you know what? God always comes to where the mothers are, where the sisters are. You know, they don't go hunting. They don't go to the mountains. They don't go different places to look for God. In the things that they are doing, that's where God is coming. No place where they are doing their work. 
God is coming right there. And just that my heart, I just thinking about it. It's, huh? Actually, actually, it's right. You see, I had to write. The prophet came to where he was. The first time the third pool was expressed through a human being. It was a simple mother having a burden for her own children. Just spoke to my heart. So we appreciate you. God bless you richly. Thank God for that. Amen. Let's go to the word of God. Exodus 17. And uh, the mothers will not be doing what they are doing without Sunday school teachers and all that. And thank God for every part. Amen. Part of the influence and the work of God. 17, 5, 7. Sorry for keeping you long. 17, Exodus 17, 5 to 7 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy road, wherewith thou smartest the river, and take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and I shall smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the shining of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Just pray. Father, we thank you for the word. We have opened the Holy Scriptures. Father, may you give us the context. Say one thing, Father, Lord, that will help us in our daily walk with you. Bless Father, Lord, again the service in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And have your seat. I'd like to read another portion of the scripture in the second Kings three. Bible says, just read, save some time, 15 and 16, but now bring me a minstrel, and came to pass when the minstrel played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him, Elisha, and Elisha said, thus save the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beast. Amen. God bless his word. I'd like to continue a little bit on the same thought I had last time, but I'll give you the different title this evening. Hopefully I won't be too long. Just want to speak about what the scriptures say here in Second, Second Kings chapter 3, 
17 says, Yet that valley shall be filled with water. Just put that. Yet that valley shall be filled with water. As the prophet usually says, and we know sometimes what a valley means, valley means sometimes it's a, it's a representation of sometimes situation we can be going on. Sometimes we always like to be on the mountains, we always like to be having mountain experiences and different things. But sometimes God allows us to go to some valleys, to some, some difficult situations and different things happening. Sometimes he allows that just to, to help us to recognize who he is because he's going to intervene. The trials are there to help us to shape our faith, to shape our character. They're not there, they're, they're not there to make us uncomfortable. They're not there to make us, make us destroy, to destroy experiences. They're there to help us to shape our faith, to exercise our faith, to know who our Father is, ourselves to know He is, that we can exercise and fulfill God's words. That way they're there, amen? So God has allowed sometimes us to go through some, some valleys, but the good thing is always there. When we go through those valleys, God is always there. We might not know, we might not know how it's going to turn out, we might not understand, but being a Christian, we are walking by faith. We don't walk on how we think, how we see on our emotions, we don't walk on our symptoms, we don't look at the symptoms, we look at Christ and we look at God's word, and we want to take God as his own word, amen. So that's where, but even in that valley, God still has a promise for his children, we're going to be talking about the children of Israel, a little bit taking a type in the first Exodus. As we look at read in the first beginning, the first Exodus, the first Exodus is a type of the third Exodus. In the first Exodus, they were walking. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. I think I swallowed from the other side. But <clears throat> the first Exodus, the first Exodus is a type of the third Exodus, is a type of a, of a Christian walk. Is a Christian, he's going through an exodus. You have to a traveling, you are going through an experience with God. So I just talk in the first exodus, God gave them grace. God had already provided grace. He gave them a prophet. He gave them the pillar of fire. He gave them the cloud. He gave them the, 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 the serpent. He gave them all, the, all, God, all they needed for the journey. God had already provided but as we're walking before the prophet will say and use this experience, this, this, this expression, he will say many times, Israel, Israel was just God's people when they were in Egypt, but they had to come out of Egypt. And when they come out of Egypt, then they were called the church. Before that, they were not the church because the church is the called out. They had to be called out. They had to be separated. God had to make the separation. God had to break the bridges behind them. He had to lead them in the way of the, of, of the Red Sea so that they don't have to go in the same way. He opened it and then he closed it back, showing that you must not go back in the same things. In the same experience as a Christian, God is taking you out of the world. He doesn't want you to go back in the world anymore. You have to break all the bridges with the world. You, of the world, you have to be separated. Bear with me, you know, sometimes I get confused. World and world, it sounds the same, but you know what I mean, amen? 
It is the world. You have to be separated from the world and you have to come into Christ. And as Exodus, there are two parts. There is a coming out and there is also a coming in. We just don't come out of the world and then you stay, on, you stay in a desert, in the wilderness. When you come out of the world, you have to come into Christ. You have to come into the Word of God. You have to come into an experience with Him. You have to come into union with Christ. Amen? Are you with me? Amen. That's what he's saying. But as they're going through the work in the wilderness, they come to the step of sanctification. God put them to different rites, to different things, to street to see if they're still trusting in him. And as Israelis and you and I, sometimes we fail. And whenever a situation comes and we start losing losing our peace, we start wondering, what, what shall I do in this situation? What shall I do in this situation? But remember, God is always with you. Amen. If he takes you out of the world, he's not going to lose you. Amen. But I want to draw you in this, in the, the, your attention here. As they come to the place, at some point they come to the place where God is thirsting, if, if, if he's testing them to see the place where there was no water and they start complaining. Where is water? Where is water? Where is water? Where is water? Well, we are going to die in the desert. We have, we have nothing to drink from. God is telling Moses, you come to that place, to that place, that rock, I'm going to meet you there at that rock. And you have to smite that rock and you will see water will come forth out of that rock. Amen. And they came to that place. The Bible says that rock is Christ. Amen. So the prophet says, I like the way the prophet says, and it's so, it's so important, it struck my heart. He says, the God told Moses, say, take the rod and the elders and go forth, and I will stand on the rock before you, and this rock was Christ. And Moses, with the rod that had brought judgment upon the nation of Israel, took this same rod and smote the judgment of God upon the rock. He took the sins of the people unto his rod with, he should have smote the people instead. Instead of smiting the people, it's smote the rock. So the judgment that they deserved, that God should have smite them with, instead of smiting those people with the judgment, it smote the rock on that judgment. And because it's smote that rock with that judgment, it brings forth life. Amen. Oh, praise be to God that we don't need to be smitten. The rock has already been smitten. We have already a rock that is providing life to us, amen. We were dying. We were the one who deserved to be dying, to be deserved to be smitten, but the rock took our place. Amen. And he says, winding my sins, he says, his wand of judgment rod, and winding my sins and your sins around this rod, when you should have struck us, but he struck Christ, and that from him come forth waters with means, spirit. The Holy Spirit came forth from him to give us life. Now we have eternal life. Not we will have eternal life. Now we have eternal life. Amen. The good news about this, and the good news about this, that that rock, when it came, once it has been smitten, that rock was following them all along the way. All along the journey, that rock was still with them. That rock never left Israel. That rock was still with them. It's Israel who left that rock, but that rock was still over there. 
Even Moses, when at the end of the journey, his earthly journey, when he had to be taken, God told him, you go on the same rock, and on that same rock I will be there, and I will be taking you. Brother Adam doesn't say, Brother doesn't say that he died. He says he was just sleeping. I think God took him. Amen. A Christian doesn't die. A Christian sleeps. Because while in the presence of God, you have eternal life, you can never die. Amen. The prophet says in the ever-present water from the rock. Israel left the stream, not the stream leaving Israel. Christ does not leave the church. I will be with you always, even to the end of the world. It's the people that leaves Christ, not Christ leaving the people. The people leave it by their unbelief. They leave Christ, not Christ leaving the people. That's why no wonder the prophet will tell so many times, he will say, I will tell you when God gave power to the church, you will tell me when God took that power off. That power is still with the church. God gave the power to the church and that power is still with the church. What is making you not using that power? It's the lack of faith. Amen. May God give us more faith because the power is already there available. Amen. Amen. It means you have God has already provided the way there for us. Amen. Now the place, what is a beautiful time because to know that that rock once it has been smitten, it has already provided the Holy Ghost. Now it's you, it's about you and I to use that, to use that power, to have faith, to use that power. If the Holy Ghost that was given is already available there, it means you can, if it, you can, you can come to it today. Think about it. If the rock gave, if the rock gave life yesterday, the same rock today you come with your needs today, the same rock will give life to you today. It doesn't change. It's you are changing. The rock doesn't change. The Holy Ghost doesn't change. The prophet says, I need to put two Bible scriptures and a lot of quotes. I'll be a little bit more on the quotes here. The things you know, but I, I just felt that I was just into it. The ever-present water from the rock. Brothers and sisters, I want, you, I want to ask you something then. If we are born again of the Spirit of God, God doesn't have little weak spots and big strong parts. He is altogether God. If you had enough of God in you till, till it was just barely a shadow, that's enough power to make a new earth. That's enough power to make a new moon and a new system. He said, it's God, it's strong. And right now, every believer in here has life eternal, which is God's spirit in you. Enough power that will raise up the dead, that will heal the sick, that will set orbits in conditions. But you, it's controlled by a law, that spirit that's in you. You are sons and daughters of God. The same spirit that you've gotten you will raise yourself up at the day of resurrection. It means that, as you know, that it means that that power, that power, that is in the Christian because God is God. The part of God that we have inside of us has the power to create a new earth and new heaven. We have the power to create a new universe and go and live inside of it. 
Actually, you have to create that universe while you are here. We come to that part later, but let me just say, no, you have the power to create a new earth and a new place to live in because the God who created the whole universe is inside of you, inside of me. But it's controlled by a law, and that law is the law of faith. Amen. It's the law of faith. The power is there, but it's controlled by the law of faith. We need to have the key that opens that power of faith. Amen. We need the key to open that power. When that key is the faith in God. Amen. Are you still with me? You might not think here, oh, I feel so weak. I make so many mistakes. I don't feel like I don't, I don't have that power. It's not about you. It's not about how you feel. It's not about how you might consider different things. If you are born again of the Holy Ghost, that power is inside of you. That's why, as I mentioned last time, Paul said, it's the power of God unto salvation for those who believe. Not for the unbeliever, but for those who believe, it's the power of God. The key that opens the door is the faith in the word of God. Oh, may God give us more faith. Not only hope, but the evidence, the faith of God. As we are in this age, we need even to ask God, give us more rapturing faith. It's not only rapturing faith as a, as a saying, but an evidence, as assurance, a reality. I think I was reading, I was listening to the pastor, and he mentioned something like that. I just think in my heart, so that's true. He says, no saying I have God, give us rapturing faith. is not, it's not, I'm just paraphrasing, it's not saying a hope for the rapture. I hope I will make it for the rapture. I hope a rapturing faith is not something to say, God, I believe that you will come back for the rapture. That's not rapturing faith. To think of God, I believe that you'll come back. That's not rapturing faith. Rapturing faith is the evidence of you'll be part of the rapture. Rapturing faith is a revelation. Rapturing faith is a change. You have to be in the rapture, amen. Amen. When you are saved, God gives you faith to rise from the mark of the earth. Your faith overcomes the things of the world. I'm quoting the prophet here, sorry. In the ever-present water from the rock. When you are saved, God gives you faith to rise from the mark, or from the mark of the earth. Your faith overcomes the things of the world. What is your faith? Your faith in that act that God has did in you to make you a son of God. You quit lying, you quit your stealing, you quit your drinking, because your faith rises you up above it. Amen. If you don't do it, you don't have any faith. And of God. Oh, but I, I, I used to do those things. I don't do them anymore. Yes, you mentioned it. We say it. You and I, we say it. I do this thing, but don't do anything. Actually, it's not you. It's your faith that makes you rise above all those things. Because you believe in the word of God. And there is power in the word of God. It gives you that strength and the power to overcome all these things. It raises you up from the things of the world. And you start living a victorious life. Who's in that? Faith in the word of God. And faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Oh, you might not know. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the property. I don't understand anything. Keep just hearing the word of God. Keep receiving the word of God. God, I receive your word. But it's condemning me. Yes, I still receive the word. I don't think I will make it. Keep receiving the word of God. Ever-present water from the rock. As much as your faith will be released, 
That's how much power you can have. Because in you dwells the power to make heavens and earth. He says it again. God dwells in you and you are sons and daughters of God. Amen. There you are, but it's your faith. Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. If you can't believe, all things are possible. Very I say unto you, if you say unto this mountain, be moved, and don't doubt, believe in what you have said, then what kind of people ought we to be having faith in this great redeeming Christ that lives in us, this smitten rock that never leaves the church? I am with you always, even to the end of the world, the ever-presence of the great gush of salvation power that poured forth from Calvary into the church, the ever-presence of the living God, the great flowing smitten rock that goes with us in our journey. Oh, in this time of quarantine, lockdown, and different things, yes, the power is still there. As long as you are born again, the power of God is still there. It's still leading you. It's still behind you. You don't understand why you can't fall because there is a power of God. You are standing upon a rock that is always with you that will lead you until the rapture. Christ is that rock. Amen. Amen. Yes, that power was poured from the Calvary. But why that word is not reaching out to people? Because by lack of faith. We thank God that we have received the message to restore us back to the faith of our fathers. It didn't come to restore a new rock. It came to restore back to the faith. Because he knows once we have access to that faith, we can have access to that rock. Amen. And what we'll do like this, it will be these divinely revealed mystery truths that literally turn the hearts of the children to the Pentecostal fathers. Let me tell you, it's the same mystery that have turned us back, back to the faith of our fathers. We thank God for Elijah who has restored the altar. He has restored the word of God. You cannot have the faith if you don't hear the word. <laughs> That's why we, the word has been restored so that we can have faith in the word of God. The prophet will say many times as well, said, I can tell you when God has given the Holy Ghost and you will tell me when God took that Holy Ghost from the church. So the Holy Ghost has been with the church all this time for 2,000 years, but people didn't know that the Holy Ghost was there. We needed Malachi 4 to come back and tell us the word of God for the evening message to release that Holy Ghost that has been bound for 2,000 years to tell us that that rock is still there. We have been walking on the rock and we didn't know that the rock was there. Praise be to God. Pentecostal word will bring forth a Pentecostal experience. The rapture word will bring forth the rapture experience. That's why we need this kind of message to bring us to the rapture in faith. Amen. Going back a little bit, breaking back, I think I went fast. Israel lost faith in that. They lost their faith, they got off the path, the same way as the church. They received the pure word at the beginning, but they but, but, but they failed, as the Ephesian church says, come back to the first love. Come back to the word. Come back to the word. They fell from the word. 
the fed from the faith, the original faith. That's exactly what the church did. That's exactly what, what Israel did. And they went all the way and from, from, from one point to one point, one point to one point, to the point where they came to the level of Heab. Heab was the worst, were the worst of them. The worst, worst of them because he put idolatry and different things because of political reasons. He wanted and marry Jezebel. And that same spirit is the same spirit that went into the churches. To the church ages, they made marriage with politics, marriage with different things, and they hybrid the word of God. The word of God was not pure anymore. They lost completely faith in the word of God. And the word of God was not pure anymore. Completely, the church ages, is a, is a, the, the Israel was a, exactly the type of the church ages. It came to the point where they lost completely contact with God. Completely contact with the rock, completely lost it. And then they come to this time of the king. That's where the story I want to emphasize. King Jehoram. He was the son of Herb. He was a little bit better than Herb, but still the same thing, following his father and his mother. He came to the point where Moab was 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 Moab was rebelling against Israel. And then here, Jerome thought, you know what? I'm going to call all my, my friends. I'm going to call Josaphat. I'm going to call the king of Edom. Let them go and let us go and fight this Moabite. And then all of a sudden, you know the story. Josaphat just took, he just thought, he didn't think twice. Oh, let me just go the same way. Let me just go because I think this is part of it is part of a new revival. Let's just go with Joram and let's see what's happening. Before it was here, but I think Joram is a little bit better, you know, but he's still in the same denomination. <laughs> so I like the prophet, the prophet put his, you know, the message, and he always listen to the message. Like, he was still the same system. They just changed the pastor of the same system, but it was still the same system over there. Nothing changed. And he went to the same thing, and then they start doing the same thing. But think about it, Josephat, when I was reading it, how Josephat could make the same mistake as he did with the, when he was with, with, with Herb. He's going there without consulting the Lord, doing the same thing, exactly the same thing. Was he trusting in himself? Sometimes that's what we do as well as a Christians. We go so quickly in different things. Oh, look what is happening. Just go quickly in doing the same thing. Stop a little bit. God, is it your perfect will? God, is it you want me to go in this direction? Yes, you did it yesterday or the other time. He almost lost his life last time. And God spared him, but this time he's going the same way without consulting God. May God help us to stand a little bit and say, God, I want to know from you. Sometimes we are quick to ask one person, I'm, I'm about to do this. Is this is, do you think it's a good thing? Yes, uh, uh, it's good to ask advice from here and there. But you also need to ask advice to the one above. God, is this what really you want? There has to be a personal relationship with him. Yeah. Prophet says, the prophet, prophet Elisha. Sometimes we go off on a tantrum somewhere and not think about God. Not pray over it. Ask the Lord whether we should do it or not. And we find out that our supply of blessings is cut off. Then we wonder sometimes, well, wonder, why I can't have no more blessings? You don't watch. You lay down your prayer life. You say, well, I'm a Christian. Well, 
That's the more sign you should pray. More than ever, read the Bible every day. Pray every day. Don't make any decisions too harshly or too quickly without first considering God about it. Ask him, shall I do this, Father? Ask him, is it your will for me to do this? Then see what the Holy Spirit will speak to you. It might not give you a vision, but he will speak in some way to you to let you know if you will be sincere and ask him. Don't be afraid to ask him sincerely and wait for him to speak to you. Let me tell you, encourage you as a bride. God still speaks to his people through the word of God. You can go through a situation, you pray, you pray, you read the same scripture you read maybe a few years ago. But when you read it, you see that God is speaking to you, especially for the thing you are going through. God still speaks to his bride through the message of the hour. Don't be scared to ask God, what is your perfect will in the situation that I'm going through? Amen. Your experience might not be someone else's experience. But the other bride did the same thing. So it must be good. No, it was good for him, but it might not be good for you. Ask God to reveal that to you. Amen. So just a parenthesis, but David made the same mistake. He didn't consult God. He consulted his journals. If you listen to that message, it always stuck my heart because his inspiration was good. His intentions was good. His motives were good, but he didn't go eat the proper way. God, may you help us, Lord. Sometimes our intentions are good, motives are good, but help us to go the right way. The right way, consulting the word of God and God. Amen? So in this story, we are going through, after seven days, they realized that their supply ran out. <laughs> oh, I like that. After seven, seven churches, seven church ages, we realize that our supplies is running out. We can't stand the challenges of the hour without the message of the hour. End time message means end time conditions. If you reject the message of the hour, you realize very quickly that your supply can't stand because your life cannot cope up with the situation, the challenges of the hour. You need to come back to the word of God. God, what can I do in this situation that I'm going through? What is the what is can give me life in this time that I'm going through? Only the word of God. And if you look at the testimony, we just go through it. It's a simple message and a simple thought, but I hope you just get some few nuggets that will help you in the, in the time and situation that we are going through. And verse 10, 2 Kings verse 10. And the king of Israel said, Alas, that the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Three kings, three kinds of believers. One who's a make-believer, one who's a, who's a, a completely a king of Edom, completely an unbeliever, and one who's a true believer. But they got into somehow an association there. The one who's a make-believer, all of a sudden is confessing negative there. I think we are about to die. There is no hope. Nothing clinging inside of him that you have to consult the prophet. But Joseph, rather they realized, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the wrong way. 
After these seven church ages, I realized that we have been making mistakes. Realized not only not only the lake, but also the clergy, all the churches, all the teachers, all the pastors. Everybody have been making a mistake. We realize that we need something different. Let me tell you that some believers, that some believers true elect are still in the churches over there outside. They realize that there is no life over there. They need something new. They need something to change their life. They need something to give them power to overcome in this evil age, in this Eden of Satan. Amen. Thank God for God still bringing them out of that place. And Joseph had realized it. Oh, is there any prophet here? <laughs> is there any prophet in the land? <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord, for Elijah. Is there any prophet in the land that tell him, yes, there is a prophet in the land, there is Elisha. He's the one who was pouring water in the hands of Elijah. It means the same spirit that was in Elijah is the same spirit that in Elisha. Right away, Joseph, Joseph had got the revelation. If the same spirit that was in Elijah is that man, he has the word of God right there. How can you say, I'm just putting here, how can you say that Brother Banam can, can be a prophet when he's under the anointing, but when he's preaching the word, the word of God is not with him? That will be completely a lie. If the spirit of Elijah is upon him, he has the word of God for the age. Oh, just skip down there. Listen to the answer of the Elisha. Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, surely, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look towards thee, nor see thee, not even see you. Because, Joram, you just come here because you are following Jehoshaphat. You don't even have the revelation. If it was not for the elect's sake, I would not even consider you. Let me tell you, if it was not for the elect's sake, that we, that, that if it was not for the bride, the judgment would have already struck the earth. It's because of the bride that the judgment is still being held there. It's because of the bride that the, 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 that, that the judgment of God is not striking hard at the earth. We thank God that, let me tell you, in your family, in your church, in your church, in our church, of course, in your family, in your church, in your workplace, you are the blessing where you are. Because because of you, God is blessing that place. Don't devalue yourself too low. I'm just nothing. I'm just nothing. Because of where you are, you are the blessing of where you are. Now, let me tell you here. And he said, the scripture that we read, and Elisha said, but now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. Listen to what the prophet says regarding scripture. He says, the getting in the spirit. So he said, bring me a minstrel now. What about some of you church of Christ people so-called that don't believe in music in the church? Have you got whole head up? He needed a little music to bring the spirit in him. That's right. Yes, sir. Now remember, God doesn't change. If the good music brought the spirit of the prophet, then it will do the same thing today. That's exactly right. We believe in the good music. Amen. Because God loves it, true. He said, bring me a minstrel. Well, you say, oh, well, yeah. 
I, I'm not a prophet, but maybe you can be part of the minstrel. You know, you can do something towards it. That's where I will focus a little bit this evening for a few minutes. You can do something towards it. That's all. You got a testimony or something you can do. And I can see them bring out the minstrel and play. All things are possible. Only believe and get the spirit back started again. Only believe, only believe all things are possible. Had to play a little bit before the spirit come on the prophet. Then when the prophet come on, he saw, when the spirit come on the prophet, rather, he saw a vision. End of quote. Let me tell you, no matter of the valley where we are going in, just bring in the minister. Create the atmosphere, and you will see that the vision that God had for you has not changed. The vision that God has given for the bride has not changed. Your valley will be filled with water once again. This is the vision for you. But there are two things that you have to do. The first thing, you have to create the atmosphere. As the minstrel did, you have to create the atmosphere. And I want to zero in here a little bit. You have to create the atmosphere the same way that the minstrel created the atmosphere. Or you have to do something towards it. You have to do, not maybe you're not playing the music as you have to play the music, but you have to create the atmosphere towards it for you to be able to see the vision that God has for you the right atmosphere is important amen the prophet will say many times it's the atmosphere that brings the result or you want the result about the word of god but what kind of atmosphere are you in amen i'll always say one blessing it is the atmosphere that counts in which kind of atmosphere are you it's the atmosphere that counts i have the word of god but in which kind of atmosphere are you keeping that word of god amen Therefore, if it's something so important, if it's something that counts so much, what is the right atmosphere? Think about it. Think about it. Whenever you are a believer or an unbeliever, you are creating an atmosphere. Whether you are a believer or not an unbeliever, you are creating an atmosphere. Because we are sons of God. Even though we are fallen, even we are fallen, we are still creating the atmosphere. I think Brother Banner mentioned time, those who are believers. Brother says, you know, some people, you love them. But still you don't feel comfortable around them because of the atmosphere they create. This is different from you not loving that person. <laughs> Some people don't love the other person. So I don't feel comfortable staying with that person. No, it's because you don't love that person. That person is good. It creates the right atmosphere about him. You don't love that person. You have a bad spirit. <laughs> but that's not the, that's the other way around. Person, you love that person and everything. But you don't feel comfortable around that person because of the things he says, because he talks about other people, he creates those. Amen? Are you still with me? Those online are still with me? Amen. We are saying amen for you. (laughs) Did you ever see people, they were nice people, and nice people that you couldn't hardly stand to be around them? Just want to read the way it says so that. It says, Jairus and divine healing. We all get ourselves in that kind of an atmosphere. Each one of you is a creator. Did you know that? Each one of you 
Each one of you people that's born again is a creator. We must create an atmosphere. And I like the way he's saying it. We must create an atmosphere. As I said the other night, sometimes I'm on the own and tell the experience with his wife, but it says we must create an atmosphere. It's not an option. It's not something, oh, uh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll create, I might create, but it says it's an obligation. You must create the atmosphere. <laughs> we must create the atmosphere. Because whether you like it, you are creating an atmosphere. But now it's reminding you are born again, you must create the atmosphere. You have the word of God, you must create the atmosphere. Oh, so it means it's my responsibility to create the atmosphere. It is your responsibility to create that atmosphere and to live in that atmosphere. It is my responsibility to create the atmosphere so that the angels can visit my house. It is my responsibility to create the atmosphere so that the angels and the Lord can come and visit my house. Amen. It is my responsibility to join the song leaders in the atmosphere that is creating. Yes, he has a part to do, but it's also my responsibility to do my part. Sometimes we let the song leaders, we say, oh, you do the, you preach, you create the atmosphere. It's not about the other person. It's also about you creating the atmosphere that you have to live in. Sometimes you come to a church, we come to a church, you are listening to the tape. It doesn't speak to me anything. I don't hear anything. I didn't get it. In which kind of atmosphere were you in when you are listening, when you are in church, when, when you are listening to the tape? Create that atmosphere so that it brings the right result. How much many church misses the, so many blessings because they don't come up to the church being prayed up. We don't come to the church being prayed up and we miss the right things that God is speaking. You are guilty. I'm guilty of that as well many times. Sometimes you miss the 30 minutes silence and all the different things. It's to create the atmosphere. It's part of creating the atmosphere. Amen. You must come to the church prayed up. Things that you know but just a reminder. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Abraham knew inside there there was something real. The Spirit declared it. Why? He kept himself in a spiritual atmosphere all the time that he could recognize right from wrong. All the time. How? So that he could recognize right from wrong all the time. That's the way the Christian ought to do today is keep yourself prayed up under spiritual atmosphere. Always never seeing the bad side, looking to the good side. You are children of God, expecting his blessings. Amen. There is a difference between emotions and the atmosphere of worship. Sometimes you can be in an atmosphere of worshiping and worshiping. Once the song finishes and then the worship finishes. No. The atmosphere of worship continues even when the word of God is being preached. You need to continue in the atmosphere of worship. Saying amen, being in tune, uh, being with the word of God. That atmosphere of worship. Denominations have put worship only standing when the guitar is playing and when there is tambourine. But the worship for the believers, the word of God, and the singing and the praying, all of that is part of worship. Amen. 
Think about Paul of Silas when they were in jail. There were no song leader. There was nothing. But when they started singing themselves, they created the atmosphere because the atmosphere was already inside of them. Amen. The conditions of outside shouldn't change the condition from the inside. Yes, we are being affected here and there, but always remember, underneath there, the rock is still there. <laughs> underneath there, the blessing is still there. As when you don't see the sun, does it mean that there is no sun behind it? It's just the cloud, but the sun is still there. God is still in control. He asked the prophet, how do you keep the children, how do you keep the teenagers to our houses and different things? Create the atmosphere. Because the atmosphere brings the result. Create the atmosphere in the house. Brother Ed put it so well this morning. Create the atmosphere in the house. They feel comfortable. There is a place where they can always come to. They know that father is already there. Mother is always there. The prodigal son, no matter where he went so far, but he knew in his heart, if I go there, there is a place for me, for my father. No matter how low I go, there is a place for me, for my father. May God help us to have that attitude. No matter how low we can go, God is still there for us. Amen. Let us create that atmosphere for them to feel comfortable. How? By applying the token. There is a good code for that. I'm just skipping for time's sake. Because you have to create the atmosphere by applying the, talk about, by applying the token. It's my responsibility to create the atmosphere for the word that I hear to bear the fruit. As Dr. Bosford has put it many times, you can put the egg under the chicken. The egg under the chicken, you can put that egg under something different. Because of the atmosphere, it will bring the result. Amen. So what, is, what, what does it mean? It means what, there are two things you have to consider there. You have, it has to be the right seed. The first thing. So if it is the right seed, we have received the right seed. We have the word of God, which is the right seed. Now the second thing it is, what is the condition of our heart? What is the condition where we are keeping the word of God? What is the atmosphere where we are keeping that seed so that it can jeopardize, being jeopardized and bring forth the result? God, may you help us to bring that seed, so to, to keep that seed under the atmosphere for it to bring forth the result. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Amen. Listen to what the prophet says. How the atmosphere is being created. How did you know? You are a little creator yourself. You know that certainly you've seen people, then they're talking about the people around, they create that atmosphere. They create atmosphere by the way they live, the way they talk, the conversation. Then you've seen those that every time you shun them, all the time, they want to talk about something evil. Talk about somebody. Say, oh my, there they come. They're going to criticize somebody there. He's in here now, he's going to talk about this man. All they're going to do, all they're going to do is to tell dirty jokes or something about women or something like that. You just hate to get around them. See? They create, they create, they create. 
seemingly pretty nice people, but they create that atmosphere. And the things that you think on, the things that you do, the actions, the things that you talk about, create an atmosphere. Oh, Lord. The things you think on, the things that you do, your actions, they create an atmosphere. I went into a man's office here in the city, and the man is a trustee or a deacon. It is in a fine church. And I went in there to see that man about some business. There was a radio around them and that rock and roll and twist and heaven, what it was and as hard as it could be. And I guess that was 40 pinups in his office of nude women. Now, you can't tell me how much deacon, how much more. You let me see what you look at and what you read and the kind of music you listen to, the crowd you associate with. I'll tell you what kind of spirit is in you, what kind of music you listen to. Oh, it's a Christian music. Oh, the thing. But think, what is the atmosphere it's bringing around it? What is, the, what is the person who's singing those things? What is kind of life is living? I just think, I just, I just rely on the song leader. I know I don't, I don't, I don't, what they put there, I just trust God is there, man. I just rely, I don't, personally, I don't go search things. Just rely on what God has given. And we thank God for the song leaders, amen. They search, they do the homework, and they bring the, the, the songs that bring us the atmosphere of worship. And we thank God for that. Whatever the denomination, they have very nice songs. But we don't sing all those songs. The song leader have already made their job. They know the songs that have to bring here. And they don't bring those dirty songs. And we thank God for that. But can you sing as you use? Well, no, the song leader, they are doing the right work. <laughs> Amen. It's your responsibility to create the atmosphere in the house. Brother Banham, when he came to how you know that story, when he came to his house, he, he saw the, 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 the wife and being in that, that kind of atmosphere. He didn't come and start jumping and throwing all different kinds of coats at her. You know, it's just your position. You are a mother, you know. It just, sometimes creating the atmosphere just, you know, oh, let me just join her. And start joining her. and Honey, and oh, I like the way, <laughs> as a prophet, he comes to her level. He starts talking about stores, you know, the things that she likes to buy. I've also talked about those. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, just... Uh, but they bring that atmosphere. Amen? My sweetheart. I don't want to get away from the court. Do you remember Saul? He had the bad spirit, but he had to put, he had to put, he had to put, he had to have musicians, he had to have David to play nice songs for him to get rid of all those bad spirits. Amen? Do you, do you remember that? It was the kind of music that you play, that kind of music creates an atmosphere. We want our valleys to be filled with plenty of water. It is our responsibility to bring in the minstrel or to do something towards it. When I was thinking about this quote, something came to my mind. Oh, God. The prophet is talking about people, says, like the quote we have read here, people around you don't feel comfortable. I just told God, do you feel comfortable being around me? 
Just think about that. It's not about other people, but God, do you feel comfortable being around me? Is that that kind of atmosphere around me? The things that I do, the things that I think of, the things that I'm doing, is that creating a right atmosphere so that can you, when you come, you feel yourself so comfortable around me, Lord? That should be the question we should be asking ourselves. Is God feeling himself comfortable to come around you with the kind of atmosphere that you are having? Can he fill the valley with water in that kind of atmosphere that you are having? Amen. But when it's the kind of atmosphere created by the perfect love of God, think about it. The prophet, he had to conquer all the animals because of the atmosphere of love that he created around him. The perfect love of God in his heart created that atmosphere around him. Amen. Let me tell you, if you have the perfect love of God in your heart, it will create a kind of atmosphere around you to subdue this beast to the word of God. If that atmosphere could subdue an animal who have no soul to the, that atmosphere of perfect love, let me tell you, if you have that perfect love inside of your heart, you will see that this body will come more and more, being subdued to the atmosphere of perfect love inside of your heart. That's why feed upon the Word of God. Stay in prayer. Amen. Remember, Spurgeon, they asked him a question. What is the most important thing? Is it reading the Word of God or is it praying? I like the answer that he gave. When they asked me that question, I asked them, what is the most important for you? Is it breathing in or breathing out? You need both of them. You need to breathe in, you need to breathe out. In order to live, you need to read the Word of God and you need to pray. If you're just doing one thing, you're just breathing in, you don't breathe it out, you'll die. In your experience, you need to breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Lord, I read the Word of God, I pray. I pray, I read the Word of God, I pray. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. <laughs> Praise be to God. John was in the spirit of the Lord's day. Amen? Laodicea is in the spirit of the last days, in the wrong atmosphere. The bride, she is in the right atmosphere. She's in the atmosphere of the rapture. Amen? It's still our responsibility to open our hearts to make them, to make him a dwelling place, to make our hearts a dwelling place for the gospel of Christ, to make our heart a house of prayer for the message for the rapturing thing. Because when he's inside, he's going to produce the right atmosphere. Amen. In order to live in a higher level atmosphere like an eagle, you have to be in the Word of God. Like I said at the beginning, you have to create your own universe. universe. We are in Laodicea, but we are not in Laodicea. Why? Because we are eagles, we have created our own universe. We have created our own world. We are being translated in the kingdoms of the Son of God. Colossians 1.13 We are being translated in that kingdom. We are part of another atmosphere. We are living in Christ. We are sitting in heavenly places in Christ. Amen. Once you come in that level, you start seeing the vision of the prophet. Oh, I see the vision. The unbelievers or the make-believers says, we are all going to die. You know, this situation is bring death. He said, no, you are not going to die. Then Elisha told the three kings, this is the other thing you have to do. Get to digging. 
Get out here in the desert, you people. Your people once before crossed this desert. He said there was out there one time perishing in the same way that you are. There are channels out there. There is plenty of channels where the rock still lays in the wilderness yonder. But he said you got to dig out a lot of stuff. That the vision tonight, brother, it didn't start a new organization. You start out in, you start digging in, getting in the spirit. He didn't tell them, end of quote. He didn't tell, Elisha didn't tell them, you know, you need to start a new system. You need to change. You know, sometimes we have those kind of uh, comments. We need to change the deacons. We need to change the song leader. We need to change the music. We need to change everything. There is no revival. We need, we need to change everything. We need to change the word of It's not only preaching the courts. We need to change all different things. We don't change nothing. The advice is for you to dig in. <laughs> Are you digging enough into the word of God? Because the rock is still there. We are not changing anything. You need to go and dig more in the word of God. Then you will see the right vision. Amen. Then you will see life. As I said at the beginning, the Holy Ghost was bound for 2,000 years. But when it has been released, you need to go and dig in. It is your responsibility to go and dig in. The same rock is there. It will produce the same revival. It will produce a change, as we heard at the beginning of the prayer. It, the word of God is transforming. It is changing. It is bringing new life. How is it possible? Digging in more. Digging more. Lord, I want to dig in more. Is it your desire this night? Lord, I want to dig more. I want to get to the rock more, Father. There's so many things on the superficial, so many things logging in the clothes, in the channel. I want to think to remove those things in the channel so that the rock can be flowing the water once again in my life. Reading the prophet. Because this one thing the prophet knew that out in that wilderness, one time, when Israel passed through there, not many years before, that rock was still in the wilderness out there, and that rock could produce that water. The same rock that was in the wilderness is right here tonight in the form of the Holy Spirit to bring forth waters of life to every hungry, poaching soul, sin, sick, and dying in cancer, whatever you are. God's here to produce the waters of life for you. It's already smitten. It's running. Dig out your ditch. It's not about smiting it again. It's not starting a new thing afresh. It's just digging in more and more in the word of God because the same rock is still here tonight. Amen. Sister Andy, if you can come just to pray for us and play for us and just create that atmosphere as I'm reading a few quotes here. I'm winding down. I thought, why not just put that music a little bit, create the atmosphere. Let's not say, well, I'm joining a Pentecostal church. I'm joining the Messy church. The fact that you are in the Messy church doesn't guarantee anything. You are in the Messy church, you still need to dig more. You are in the Messy church, you still need to remove the logs of the channel, the ideas of the past and the thoughts and the different things, the things that are standing on the way, your flesh, your spirit, the things that are still standing on the way. You need to remove those logs and clogs for the rock to be continuing, flowing the word of life, the Holy Spirit. Do you want your valleys to be filled with more water? Keep digging in the word of God. 
keep creating the right atmosphere, keep removing the clogs and the logs, no change of any other thing. Amen. The bride is laying, as I'm thinking about that message, the prophet says, and we quote it many times as the rapturing faith lays in the messages. But let me just put it in the other way around as he's saying it. He says she is laying in the messages. What is if it is the, it is the bride laying in the messages? You are in the messages. You have to dig yourself in the message to find yourself in the messages. You are in the messages. Lay into the messages. Lay into the rock. Lay into the word of God because you are in the messages amen praise be to God and day night they happened to notice that the waters came and they didn't know where it came from it was there all the time they just clogged it up there is power in the church the mistake that we make sometimes we try to work out different faith I want a supernatural sophisticated faith you don't need any supernatural, sophisticated faith. You just need a simple faith for accepting the word of God. Because the rock is still there. The power is still in the word of God. You just continue to remove the logs, to remove the things that are hindering you in a walk with God. And you'll see the power of God to be manifested. Your valley, no matter how low it is, no matter your situation, no matter the things that are still hanging in your life, let me tell you the power of deliverance is still in the word of God. And it can give you deliverance. You're looking something to change your marriage, thing in your life, thing in your work, whatever it might be. I don't know. God knows. But let me tell you, I know one solution. The solution it is removing the locks, removing the clocks, because you are standing upon the rock, which is Christ. When the church realizes who she is, she becomes an invincible army. Christ in the true church is a continuation of the book of Acts. The only book that is not finished because you are writing that book. You continue writing that book. Your life is continue writing that book once you know who you are. Amen. As we, the quote continues, says, But the book of Revelation shows how the Antichrist spirit will come into the church and defile it, make it lukewarm, formal, and powerless. God hates a powerless religion. You don't need to be lukewarm. You don't need to be formal. Oh, I'm not excited about the Word of God anymore. What's the problem? It's not the Word of God. It is the kind of atmosphere you're in. Maybe change the atmosphere. Change something. Bring the minstrel. Bring the minstrel in your experience. And God will do the work. God will do the change. God will do the rest. You don't need to do anything except creating the right atmosphere. Amen. It exposes it and revealing its works. He cannot stand the revelation. He knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church, and you are the church, and what she is, and what she stands for, and she can do the greater works, she will be an invincible army. If you get the true revelation of the true spirit within the framework of the church, and by God's spirit discern and withstand, you discern. How can you discern? How can you discern? If you, are, you need to stay in that atmosphere, in order to be able to discern the right from wrong. Otherwise, you won't be able. You need to stay prayed up. You need to stay in the right atmosphere. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Sometimes we lose our God because we don't stay in that kind of atmosphere. 
May God help us to stay in that kind of atmosphere, Lord. I want to stay in that kind of atmosphere. I don't want to relax. I don't want to be conformed to the things of the world. I want that atmosphere to transform me, Lord. Amen. And Satan will be powerless before her. This is the time for Satan to be powerless. It's not our time us to be powerless. It's the time for Satan to be powerless because we start recognizing who we are and where we are standing and the things we are standing for. We recognize that the rock now it has been exposed. The rock has been revealed. Let me say the right word. The word, the word, the rock has been revealed. The message has revealed the rock, Christ. Praise be to God. Whilst the well was flowing, the next morning I'm finishing. And then they realize the next morning the water was start flowing. It became a river in the Sam Valley. Praise be to God. The water was flowing in that valley. Oh, the enemy looks at that valley. They see that valley, it, that, it looks like blood. Oh, praise be to God. The Holy Spirit of all you, the enemy looks, it sees the blood. He cannot cross the bloodline. He cannot go over the bloodline. The enemy is defeated when the blood, when the, when the spirit starts flowing, the water starts flowing, flowing. And then the prophet says, once your well is flowing, go and stop all the other wells of the enemy. Go and stop now we need to do tonight is to dig enough ditch till we can get enough water to get enough spirit about us to rise up and trust God and take the rock of good old-fashioned testimony and stop up some all these old formal wells around here saying the days of miracles past. Go rejoicing and praising God. As it starts flowing, then your objective is go. Oh Lord, this is, there, there is... There is a well here of the enemy. This is the one that I have to close. And you start closing the other wells. You start closing the other wells. Just closing. Because now you want him just to flow in your life. <laughs> the more he flows, the more victory you have. Don't be speaking the language of the enemy. He says, it's a strange thing that this is so much thought of people. They say, well, I'm weak. My faith is not very much. I'm not a very good Christian. That's just what the devil wants you to say. You're just talking his language right then. See, you must never say that. Don't never let your testimony be negative. Let it be positive all the time. Because your testimony, it is the rock that you have to use to put, try to lock, to, to block all the words of the enemy. Oh, you see a little bit of symptoms here. Something's wrong. But I tried this. It's not working today. That's not a problem. Just keep, keep it blocking all the words of doubt and unbelief. And the word of God will continue to flow. It says, let it be positive all the time. I'm saved. I have God in my heart. I believe him with all my heart. Do you believe in divine healing with all my heart? Let your testimony always and your thoughts and everything never permit a negative thought to come in your mind if you can help it. When it starts out, don't entertain it. It's like a farmer sees a bird coming there. 
Yes, you can help it for him to pass around, but don't entertain that bird to stay there. Remove it right away because you are a son of God. Jesus Christ is my Savior. All things are mine by God. I'm going to keep them. I'm going to testify of them. And God can only bless you as you confess that he has done it for you. He's the high priest of the confession. He's still the ever-present water from the rock. Do you believe that with me this evening? He's still the ever-present water from the rock. Just stand together. Just sing what the sister and just sing the beautiful song. prophet is praying I think it was good he says oh father God we are dying now of all our unbelief creating us a desire to dig now we are digging father search me and try me and see if there is any unbelief in me Lord if there is there is help me to get it out of the way right now help me to clean this channel out so the power of God can flow through help this audience just now Lord I pray for them. I pray that you you let every channel be clean. Clean every church that we present here, Lord. All of them from one organization. Clean all the unbelief out, Lord. Clean all the system of the world out of it. It may be sweet fellowship, the Holy Ghost, into the channels of God flowing through here tonight. Bringing fresh revelation, O Lord, of life. May it go out tonight into every soul here, Father. And I pray that it will be reality here, Father. And I know you are here, Lord, and they look to me to see as a believer. But Father, Lord, let Father God, I pray that you will help me tonight. That the Holy Spirit might have a free access in my soul and my heart and my life, my eyes, my being. Not only to me, but to every person here. 
that the ones who does not believe might see the spirit working through believers and saying oh if the water can flow through that smitten rock through them it can flow through me too lord grant it father as i ask it in jesus Christ's name oh father there is a fountain open in the house of david yes. it's still flowing won't you come to that flow oh father in this time lord that we see the world is dying there's nothing certain now there's nothing certain there's nothing certain in politics there's nothing certain in the social life there is nothing certain in the jobs there is nothing certain outside the world. father lord there is only one thing that is certain it is the word of god father we want to have the voice that makes a difference to be in a certain sound that there's no confusion in christ father lord bring us closer to you we pray visit each house father let the angels create the right atmosphere in each house father lord and bring certainty of the word of god we want to be certain of christ certain of god in jesus christ's name amen amen let's pray again there is a fountain open the house of the living. there is a fountain open in the of David That's flow.